Hey everyone, if you have not been following what's going on with GameStop, Robinhood, and all these hedge funds losing crazy amounts of money, then sit tight because you are in for a wild ride. So, in this video, what I want to do is give a basic overview of what's going on with GameStop, how it's affecting these hedge funds, and I'll show you what role cryptocurrency has to play in all of this. So, for those of you who do not know, a hedge fund is basically an organization that tries to make money. And hedge funds are typically thought of as being for very high net worth activities, right? So um, they're kind of think, thought of as the Wall Street elite, right? And they're trying to make money for their clients. So if they think a stock is undervalued and it's gonna go up in price, they'll buy a lot of it and then they'll make money when it goes up. If they think it's going to go down in price, they'll do something known as a short sale. Now, a short sale is basically when they will sell stocks that they do not actually own. So Let's suppose I think GameStop's going to go down. I will borrow the shares from you and sell them at $50, right? Then when the price goes down to $10, I'll repurchase them at $10, give you back your stocks, and I've made a $40 profit. So this works really well if the price goes down. However, with GameStop, here's what happened. These hedge funds shorted GameStop, which means they thought the price would get to go down. But a subreddit known as Wall Street Bets came in and said, you know what? We are going to pump up the price to kind of mess with these hedge funds, basically. So the price starts going up, right? And then GameStop sh sold these shares. Let's just pretend the hedge fund sold them at $10, right? Well, now the price is $20. So they have to spend $10 per share because they still owe those shares to the people that they originally borrowed them from. So the higher the price goes, the worse it is for these um, these hedge funds. And what I'll show you here is this crazy appreciation in price of GameStop, right? So we're looking at the beginning of January, it's like $17, and then it goes up to a peak of 347. So these hedge funds lost a huge amount of money. One fund lost 30% of the $12.5 billion that it manages. And this is just because of the little guys, right? So a lot of people are viewing this as a huge success of little amateur investors against the big Wall Street giants. Even Elon Musk, um, the meme lord himself, kind of tweeting out, sending people a link to either watch what's happening or kind of see the progress of what's going on with this Reddit thread. So, so far it sounds like, hey, the little people are winning, the amateur investors can still beat the market, right? Well, not so fast, because what we see here is that a lot of these trades, a lot of these amateur investors were using an app known as Robinhood. Now, Robinhood is a platform where you can buy and sell stocks. And what they saw is when many Robinhood users logged in Thursday, they were informed that they could no longer buy our shares of GameStop but could still sell them, which would essentially lower the price. So it went from being something like a huge kind of like people's uh, little guy, amateur investor kind of taking on the Wall Street Giants and then as they're pumping the price up, what do we see that happens? Well, these centralized basically places start stepping in and whether or not they mean to, they are instituting policies that help and pre protect these hedge funds, right? So by saying you can't buy any more GameStop, you are not you are not allowed to raise the price any higher because there's no more demand. You can't buy, you can only sell. So what does selling do? It lowers the price. Lowering the price helps who? The hedge funds. It helps those hedge funds that did the short sale. So this is gonna be a huge wake up call for a lot of people because they're thinking, you know what? We can just organize, we can stick together, we can have solidarity, and we can go up against these big institutions, but not so fast because these institutions all work together, they all protect each other, they all watch out for each other, and this is going to be a huge wake-up call for people because they're going to say, is there really a way for me to even win as a little investor? 
And one thing that people are going to start looking at, in my opinion, is going to be cryptocurrency, blockchain, and tokenization of assets. Now, I know that's a lot of words all at once, so let me explain. Tokenization, I'll read it off. Tokenization is basically a process where you take assets and instead of converting them into a stock or a traditional security, you convert them into a cryptocurrency token that basically represents the same ownership and rights and privileges. So today, assets can be represented on a blockchain by a distinctive digital identifier called a token. Tokenization is a method that converts rights into an asset into a digital token, in many ways similar to the traditional process of securitization. Transferring the information from a real-world asset onto the blockchain allows ownership to be transmitted and traded on a global and secure digital platform. So here's the huge difference, right? Let's suppose now that I am the Rob Corporation, and my Rob Corporation issues 100 shares. Those shares have to be traded on Robinhood or some kind of exchange, right? Now let's suppose instead that I issue 100 Rob tokens on the Ethereum blockchain. Each token has voting rights. It can still have many of the same rights as a security, but instead of having to trade them through a centralized platform, you can trade them through a decentralized exchange, perhaps Uniswap. And this is the huge advantage that securitization and tokenization has. When I trade a token, I don't need the permission of a government. I don't need the permission of Robinhood. I don't need the permission of a hedge fund. I can go in and trade that token anytime, anywhere, any place in the world as long as I have access to my cryptocurrency wallet and an internet connection. So this is going to be huge because people are waking up and they're seeing that if, if I beat the hedge fund, then Robinhood is going to step in to fight me. They're going to step in to protect those hedge funds. So if we're trading instead on something like a decentralized exchange, there's no one that can step in and say, you cannot buy Rob tokens. You cannot sell Rob tokens, right? It's all decentralized. It's permissionless. And especially as we see these institutions cracking down and working together, I think this is something that's going to experience huge growth moving forward. Right now, it's kind of in its infancy stages. We have Realty, which basically tokenizes residential properties. Um, you basically hold these realty tokens and it confers rights as far as um, receiving payments, receiving rent, being able to make decisions about the property. But as far as where this can go, the sky really is the limit because you're going to see tokenization in so many different areas as people realize that there needs to be a secure, fair, open, and transparent way of trading these securities. And I believe that tokenization is going to be key to that in the future. So kind of to wrap up, in summary, we talked about GameStop. We talked about how a short sale, um, the lower the price goes, the better it is for the company so that these amateur investors kind of pumped up the price. The hedge funds were getting affected. So when they started taking losses, their Robinhood friends kind of stepped in to help them out a little bit. And we talked about how cryptocurrency can kind of prevent a or pr promote a solution to that. So in general, I hope you found the video useful. I hope you enjoyed watching and I look forward to seeing you next time.